Welcome to the Collector's Cast, everybody. Hey, I'm Clint the Collector. With me, as always, is my good friend, Mike Blosky. Hi, everyone. And we're here to talk about collecting the creepy, the creepy stuff today. The oh, macabre. Yeah. The, the, the stuff that makes you go, what the heck are you doing with that? Yeah, well, uh, and, and uh, as luck would have it, uh, just happens to be the guy with some of the creepiest stuff around is my brother. Ah, what do you know? <laughs> what do you know? Another collector yeah, in the family. Another collector in the family. Awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, without wasting too much time, uh, for those listening only on audio, we've got a goat skull on the table, and we've got a very creepy-looking clown sitting next to Mike on the couch. Mm. Uh, but uh, that's just to get us in a creepy mood. But what we're really going to do is get Jeff's, uh, or Mike's creepy brother, Jeff. Uh, well, he's not necessarily creepy himself, or is he? But yeah, no, no he's you, you. You wouldn't listen if you met him. You wouldn't expect that this guy uh, has the creepy collection that he has. Well, there you go. Okay, so without further ado, we're going to go do a quick little break, and we're going to come right back with Jeff Blosky and talk about collecting creepy. And we're back on the Collector's Cast, and boy, do we have a special guest today. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this guy, he looks a little familiar to me, Mike. Yeah, he's, why uh, is that? he's got the, the, the Blosky uh, traits there. The Blosky, and we're not just talking about his love of creepiness either. No. Just, but but uh, Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, guys, thanks for having me. Hey, good to have you. Just uh, so our uh, listeners know, it's my uh, younger brother, Jeff Blosky joining us from Saskatoon and he's got a well he collects all kinds of stuff but his forte as I would say is the macabre the creepy the creepy the strange the, the strange what, yeah what do you say is it the creepier the better or what makes you go for things well I don't know you know what um it started off just to give a little bit of history it started off as just kind of a um, a way to keep the kids out of the spare bedroom sort of thing. So, um, had, uh, had a few old, uh, dolls kicking around from, from the past and I ran into a few things at the thrift store and I thought, you know what, I'm going to try setting these in the spare room and, and see if, if the kids will go in there. So I had one or two and then I'd set them in there and then kids would kind of poke their heads in and, not nobody ever actually went into the room heads would just kind of poke in and look around and I said hey this is kind of cool so I kind of started <laughs> not necessarily what I thought was um you know overly scary but just odd stuff that I had never really seen before just like a peculiar face or a pose or something like that and for, for the listeners only that don't have uh, that aren't on YouTube there is a very uh, odd and creepy looking character behind you there uh in the hat with the what is that guy does he have a name uh well i don't know if that guy has a name they're just um now are you talking about the i'm talking about the mannequin or whatever it is behind you with the big tall guy with the hat yeah that's jeeves jeeves that's jeeves yeah so you he's your own creepy butler or what (laughs) well came across jeeves at a at an auction um a fella had passed away and this was his uh, it his sold his own off. body because I think that's him. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I didn't mean life, didn't mean to interrupt. Lifelong possessions. Yeah, uh, Jeeves actually lights up. Wow, his, his eyes glow and uh, he makes some noise. He's uh, he's been left out for a few Halloween, so he needs some some work on the wiring. But uh, yeah, 
he goes by the name of Jeeves. He stands cool. about five foot ten inches. Cool. And, uh, yeah, he's, he's you know, you know who'd like him would be our guy we had on our Halloween episode, Gary, the guy with the haunted farm. Oh, yeah. He would love Jeeves. Yeah, he would love. But he'll yeah. have to keep his hands off because that's Jeff's. But so yeah, Jeeves has had a. I've had a cowboy hat on him. I've had a pirate hat on him. Uh, I think he even had a hockey helmet on. Ooh, so. well, hockey hockey masks are definitely been known to be scary in the past. Just off off the subject of, of creepy, is that's another thing you collect a lot of, though, too, don't you, Jeff? Goalie masks. I do, yeah. Yeah, and that was, uh, that was something I got into, uh, you know, from Mike being my, my older brother and being a goalie. And, um, and you yourself, you yourself are a goalie, too. Yeah, yeah. So watching Mike um, play hockey and then uh, growing up, of course, always idolize your older, your older brothers and, um, over the years, some of the different masks Mike got, and then the guys that I idolized in the NHL, and then next thing you know, I'm old enough to wear a goalie mask, and um, I had a few different, couple of cool different designs, and then now I've just, every time I come across a goalie mask, doesn't matter, you know, it doesn't have to be a favorite team or anything, but even if it's just kind of a little bit of an odd-looking mask or something that's maybe what I call a little bit creepy-looking, Ah. so it's kind of almost a double it's kind of almost a double uh uh, a bonus collection thing because you collect hockey masks and creepy so put them together and 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 it's sort of a two and one or two for one yeah the way it's kind of turned out now is um at our place at our house in saskatoon in the basement all my hockey goalie masks and then at the cabin at the lake is the what we call the creepy room (laughs) and (laughs) That's where the creepy dolls are. And, and actually, to this day, we've been in the cabin five years now, and there's actually only been one person that's actually spent a night in that bedroom. And, that's and they've Mike. never... That's oh, that, that was you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well, he was the only that. one that could stand it. Well, you know, it's when you go into that room, it's, it's kind of ominous because, you know, every direction there's a different eye looking at you, right? No so kidding. it doesn't matter where you are in the room, there's a doll... Or some kind of a creepy character that's got his eyes on you, right? Well, so, I, over over the years, when you talk about collecting creepy, a lot of people are creeped out by clowns, and I know you like clowns a lot. Yeah, I love clowns. Yeah, yeah, they're they could be some of the creepiest things out there. Are clowns? I don't know what yeah. it is. People just ha- a lot of people are afraid of clowns. I don't know. I'm not personally. I always liked them, but but the, I just collect them because of their same same reason I would collect a goat skull, which we have on the table in front of us, just because it's got that badass kind of look, you know, to it. And yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Uh, also, and Jeff, I'm the same way too. Um, you know, some of these clowns I've got, um, they're wind up. And you can wind them up and they'll slowly move, you know, the head will turn slowly or something like that. But, you know, I've got, I've got a daughter, you know, 10 years old and she's had friends come over to the cabin and, you know, they go and they're going to poke their head. Well, you want to look into the creepy room? Well, you know, there's been kids, kids that have been scarred for life. They don't, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> so you're looking there and then you happen to mention to the parents, you know, well, you know, it's time to get ready for bed. And mom and dad say, well, you know, where are we sleeping sort of thing? And, uh, well, we've got the creepy room, or we've got the we've got the fold out coach. So everybody picks the fold out coach. So. <laughs> That's awesome. And, and you guys, sorry, I was just gonna just try to interrupt me, but you guys actually actively all call it the creepy room. So it's not like just your own private name. So when people come there yep. and they hear it's the creepy room, like it's titled yes. as thus. Yeah. yeah. 
do you find, uh, Jeff, that because of the creepiness of the stuff, that you end up getting good deals? Or let's just say you go into the thrift store and there's some creepy item, because I know you, you do a lot of thrift store buying. Yeah. And do you find that you, you get all the creepy items because other people just look at them and they go, no. You know what? <laughs> it's funny you should say that because pre-COVID, um, absolutely. Like I, you know, work a nine-to-five job sort of thing. And every, every day, Monday to Friday, 12 o'clock noon, I head to the thrift store. <laughs> some people, you know, some people go work out in the gym. Some people go for a walk. Some people read a book. I go to the thrift store. So pre-COVID, there was me and Mrs. Smith in there. That was it. Nobody else in the thrift store. So I was getting like, you know, all these different items and it was easy picking sort of thing. All of a sudden COVID comes along. Nobody's going anywhere. Nobody's traveling. And Jeff's fighting for every last clown that there is. (laughs) Every last person. (laughs) I had walked into the thrift store one day and I see this nun standing there. Well, not a, not a real nun, but a nun doll. And I had never seen a, a nun doll like ever. And I made eye contact with the, the doll sitting on the, on the <laughs> cupboard. And I literally ran to this thing. Cause I, <laughs> I was so surprised it was still there. Like who wouldn't want to. An undoll. Meanwhile, they're all saying prayers and thanking the Lord that you took it out of there before they got hexed or something like that. Well, who would have thunk it? You know, the COVID definitely uh, changed the the landscape of collecting in a lot of ways. We've talked about everybody brings up COVID and how it changed things. So who would have thunk that it put restrictions, you know, toilet paper people couldn't get, and then the ship stuck in the Suez Canal. There's all sorts of grocery items we can't get. But but it also hurt the creepy uh, uh, industry. Creepy market, yeah. Yeah. Now everybody's uh, got nothing to do. They're out so, looking for creepy stuff. So you're not the only one. Apparently you started a almost like a fat out there or something. So, so, so Jeff, you're, you, I, I know this because you're my brother that, uh, you're kind of restricted with the creepy stuff to the one room at the yeah. house, right? Tara, yeah. your, your lovely wife, Tara, who is, uh, uh, very, uh, patient, let's just say, yeah. uh, is, is there something that Tara said, no, there's no way Never going to happen. Besides, besides that chromed out Hummer that we wanted to buy that time. But is there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> is there anything that she said? No, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. Um, I love creepy stuff. And I guess there could be a, um, a bit of a discussion on whether you, you think taxidermy is creepy. Um, I have a fetish for taxidermy as well. I consider ah. it. I consider some of it creepy. Um, some of it could be very creepy. I'll concur. I'll agree with you on that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So going back, uh, you know, when we, when we first built the cabin in 2015, Tara came to me and said, which, you know, I was totally surprised at because I never thought she would allow an animal inside the house. But she said, um, my Auntie Phyllis called and asked if, if you would like to have uh, Grandpa's uh, moose horns in the cabin. Well, oh, that's not such a big deal. Beautiful set of moose horns from 1970 or whatever it was, like just massive, massive. And I've got I've got pictures that I can show you guys. And and I was just dumbfounded. Like, well, of course, what guy wouldn't want massive moose horns in his you know basement sort of thing? Yeah. So, um, 
after that, I kind of, she kind of loosened up on the taxidermy. So um, here we come to 2018 and I've got a, a buddy at work who is an avid hunter, goes all over the world hunting, goes to Africa all over the world and, and sends home taxidermy steady sort of thing. So chatting with him one day and he said, Jeff, he goes, I, I'm kind of at the point where I'm getting rid of some of stuff that I haven't shot. He goes, so if I haven't shot it and mounted it, I don't want it sort of thing. I only want the stuff that I've shot. So he had an item, he had an animal called a muskox. Ah, I remember <laughs> and, the muskox. Uh, I, re yeah. I was going to ask if this was the muskox. Yeah, and, and there the was, and, and, sorry to interrupt, but, but to shorten the story, I think Mike told me there was some sort of disdain in the marital bliss uh, from the wife about having the muskox. Yes. So I showed Tara a picture of the muskox and I said, guy at works wants to unload this muskox and um, this would be like the holy grail to me sort of thing. If I had this muskox, I would be complete. I've got a son, I've got a daughter, I've got a beautiful wife. If I can have a muskox, you know. Like, you could die a happy man. You, your your yeah. life is complete. So, I like it. Um, mentioned it to Tara and she shrugged her shoulders and said, are you kidding me? And so I kind of forgot about it. Um, my birthday, two years ago, I walk into work one day, walk into my office, turn the light on, and there's the muskox draped over my desk. Wow. Yeah, so she had contacted the guy at work and Aww. made a deal with him to purchase this well, muskox. A, what a wonderful woman. What that's, a a lovely, woman. that's a lovely story, uh, obviously, about a wonderful woman. Yes, that's... <laughs> You know, you know, you found your partner when when she buys you a muskox, right? <laughs> Very true. Absolutely. Very true. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so taxidermy, uh, Halloween stuff, clowns. It, the creepier, the better. You you will buy it and put it in the creepy room if you can. Jeff, what do you think is your creepiest item you have? It's probably a toss up between the uh, the real fur monkey. If you can see him just over to my. Over my shoulder, he's a monkey. That's let's see if I can grab him here. Well, for the people, for the people that are listening in, too, describe him. So this guy is. Um, remember the movie? Uh, well, I guess. Oh, geez, Every which way but loose. Yeah, he totally looks like Clyde. Okay, so to me, that's that's this this fellow here. Uh, he's dressed in black leather shorts i didn't know they made a sh black short but he's in black shorts <laughs> well, he's in a black vest that says ride hard live free on his vest nice and he basically when you touch him he's got uh what feels like real skin and fur <laughs> can you hold it up uh, just right about where you're right in front of your face for a sec I have seen these things. I have seen these things advertised for sale and they are realistic looking little primates. Yeah. They're crazy yeah, like looking. His eyes he looks familiar. His, everything is just amazing. Do you he's, seem to remember something about that? <laughs> so realistic. Oh, that's cool. That's that's a pretty creepy thing right there. Yeah. If, if you walked into a room and turned on the light and that was sitting on a chair looking at you, you'd do a double take and go, what the heck? Because that thing looks yeah. real. That looks yeah. totally real. Yeah, so he'd be in my... He'd be my top three for sure for creepiness. Uh, he's just lovely. If you ever want to part ways, I, I would give him a loving home. He's Mike. a beauty. <laughs> he's a beauty. <laughs> well, in the interest of time, I think we probably have to wrap it up. Any last questions for your brother while you got him on long uh, distance? Free no, long distance no, from no, Saskatchewan. Just, yeah. Hey, looking forward to my next visit out to the cabin where I can uh, have a good night's sleep in the creepy room. He has volunteered. He's going to be sleeping in the creepy room next time. <laughs>
Yeah, no, sounds good. We've uh, you've you've cemented your place in history as the the only person to ever sleep in the room, and and we'll have the sheets ready for you again. Awesome. <laughs> All right, and I'll be down the road at the Motel Six. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, thanks for coming on. Yeah, awesome having you, buddy. Uh, Really appreciate you doing this. Jeff Vlosky, everybody. Yay. Thank you. Thanks, man. Take care. care. Okay, we'll uh, be right back after a short break. Thanks, guys. And welcome back to the Collector's Cast, everyone. That was our special guest, Jeff Vlosky, brother of Mike Vlosky with the creepy stuff. And he's a creepy kind of guy. So there you yeah, go. he's got some uh, really interesting, real interesting items. And thing is, like he said, when you, if you go in that room of his, he's got a lot of dolls, mm. and these those dolls are like well, well, as a picker weird. and a dealer of oddities and antiquities myself, how many times over the years have I brought something home and you sent a picture to Jeff? And you go, okay, he's buying that. Oh, yeah. And I, I could personally remember clowns. I remember a Ronald McDonald clock, I think he got. Hey, I took a taxidermied bear head. The bear. It all was, the way to Saskatchewan it was a, for People him. might remember it was a bear head mounted with a couple paws sticking out so it could hold a rifle. Yeah. And we had a, a, a Red Rider uh, Daisy BB gun in his uh, claws, in his yes. grasp. And Cub saw the whole production. I want it all. I want the bear. I want yeah. the gun. I, I think I think his idea was he was trying to get Tara to allow him to put it over top of the marital bed, but I don't think that <laughs> I don't think that went over. <laughs> Nor did the muskox as a blanket. No. <laughs> um, okay. Well, you know what? Having said that, Jeff was a fantastic guest. I want to thank him again for coming on. Uh, now, as we wind the show down a little bit here, though, we do like to do our trivia, and because we were talking creepy, and because Jeff and I are both such big fans of clowns. I'm going to ask you this trivia question, Michael. When is the earliest known clown from? It's kind of a it's kind of a double answer. I'll tell you, there's there's two different answers. Because because the earliest clowns came in at a different time than the earliest known circus circus. Clown. I was going to say, I was going to say it came with the with the circus. Okay, so, so when do you think, what year, think back to circus. 18. You're starting with the right number. 75. Go back 70 years to 1805 when a Whoa. guy called Joseph Grimaldi was the first known person to appear as a circus clown. And his character's name was Joey. And he did all the early clown stuff, the Pratt Falls and the physical humor. And that's kind of what uh, a lot of the other circus clowns based their thing and you, you know clowns like it's a serious you talk clowns no clowning around when yeah. it comes to those guys that actually do the the craft or the trade because they've got their Very own serious. their own makeup it is all different and each guy's makeup is kind of like his trademark and you don't copy and you don't uh you don't mess around no you don't clowns. mess with clowns you don't mess around with clowns maybe that's why jeff likes them so much um so that was the first part of the answer it was 1805 but i've got a little tidbit here that it says that uh uh, actual, uh, the most ancient clowns have been found in the fifth dynasty of Egypt around 2400 BC. But these were a, a little bit different because they were uh, t- traditionally served as, uh, they call it, uh, social, religious, and feist, uh, psychological roles. So I guess you're... There uh, you have it. Yeah, they were, they were uh, traditionally connected to priests. So uh, 
priests and clowns all in the same wrapper. Uh, oh. I, I there's got to be a joke there somewhere that <laughs> yeah. we're not going to make just, today. Let's let's just leave it. In at the that. interest of keeping our relations with the church in good standing, let's just move on from that. <laughs> <laughs> let's, but and let's move on to our our new big feature. We do show us your stuff. Show us your stuff, yeah. and we are going to show stuff from. A guy, repeat, a repeat stuff. Well, yeah, we've only done yes. one Show Us Your Stuff uh, episode, and I remember it was your good pal, Ru- uh, Wes Rudy from Saskatchewan, yeah. sent us a, and, and in theme, we had Jeff from Saskatchewan, so let's stay with Saskatchewan, and let's put this picture up here. Oh, it's a couple of gas pumps. Yeah. Uh, a couple of shell-style gas pumps. Wes Rudy had also sent me this uh, cool picture of this of the gas pumps that he had uh, acquired. And then it's interesting, though, when you look in the background of, of this oh, picture. Corvette and a T-Bird. Corvette and a T-Bird, a whole bunch of other interesting And his last picture was of three completely different cars from his yeah. car collection. So. And we haven't even talked about his motorcycles yet. Jeez. Well, we, maybe next <laughs> but, episode we'll have somebody else's picture up, just, just but, to mix it up a little bit. Yeah. So it's not the Wes Rudy show us your stuff show. Wes, thanks for sending me yes, those pictures. Very much. And uh, I will say about that style of gas pumps, those aren't the... Now, the, the real old see-through visible pumps, like the May West, they call them, the big, tall, skinny ones, are worth, you know, eight, ten thousand 10000 just crazy, crazy money for those pumps. So these style in the picture here of, of Wes's are a little bit later, uh, I guess 50s, early 60s, and those could still be had kind of reasonably, but they're going up too. I saw one done up in Chevron colors the other day. I think the the globe on top was aftermarket, and it was still like $3,500, yeah, $4,000. These ones that Wes has, like my personal favorite are this style because it's, it's sort of how I first remembered cards and hot rods and American graffiti and mm-hmm. that you know. And to me, they've got a nice flat surface for the artwork. For whether whether your theme is Shell or Esso or whoever, yeah. Texaco, they've got a nice space, whereas the tall, skinny ones don't have as broad of a canvas, if you will, yeah. to put the, the colors on. So uh, thanks again, Wes, for sending us yeah. a and, picture of your stuff. And and, and our other viewers, keep it's, it's, show us your stuff. Feedback at thecollectorscast.com. Send us suggestions, questions, queries, and show us your stuff. We want to see your stuff. Definitely send it in. Uh, so there you have it. I think we've kind of covered creepiness today. Yes, we have. And, uh, hey, there's a whole other episode in the bag. We've had fun doing it. I hope you've had fun partaking, everybody. Uh, I'm Clint the Collector. This is Mike Blosky. This has been the Collector's Cast. You've been wonderful. Have a good evening. Take care. See you soon. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Thanks.